And we are live. All right. So for anyone who's been playing along with us at home, welcome back to episode eight of the Talking Average Fitness Podcast. As always, my name is Sam Burns, and I am joined by the world's tallest elf, Mr. Kevin McCarthy. How are you, sir? Doing fantastic, Sam. How are you doing today? I'm doing a lot better after I saw that beautiful bicep in an American salute. Go ahead and give me another one of those. That was beautiful. Ooh, with the Christmas tree behind you, there's just too much America. Uh, <laughs> All, all you need to be doing now is wearing like, I don't know, some I need like form an of American flag t-shirt or something. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. It would just be, oh, beautiful. Um, as we are wont to do, uh, which I get flack for using that phrase and I don't care. As we are wont to do, <clears throat> uh, we were talking prior to the episode starting and the topic of today's podcast is the holiday. Because they are imminent. Um, for some people, they're they here. might already be. Ha- yeah, they're here. Um, they're here. It's happening. Yeah, like depending on your personality style, you might have been, you know, um, in full swing holiday mode since the end of Halloween. Um, I was going to say end of October. <laughs> end of October, exactly. Um, that's definitely a thing. I know those people, you know. I, yep, I do know yep. those people. I'm married to one of them. There you go. Yep. My wife. My wife, Katie, she doesn't skip Thanksgiving. She has very clear limits. So it's Halloween yep. right up until Halloween, and then Thanksgiving right up until yep. Thanksgiving, and then Christmas starts. You know, so we have a thing at the gym where we um, we'll put up on the board like a question of the day, and it's, it's really just to try and stir the pot. Me and oh, Colin sure. really just try and piss people off, and it's amazing. Um, makes it because people get heated. Um, and so one of them, Colin feels very strongly about this. He was like, at what point yep. does it become appropriate to start decorating for Christmas? And he listed like a bunch of different dates on the, on the whiteboard. And it was like, you know, it was like November 1st, middle of November, mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving, yep. December 1st, and then like, you know, middle of December, whatever, it was like kind of a few dates on the, along the board. Yep. And I was shocked at the amount of answers that were anywhere prior to December 1st, you know, that like anywhere prior, I'm like, you might have like a small argument for like after Thanksgiving, you know, like if Thanksgiving's done, you're in the weekend after you got to hang all the Christmas lights, depending on where you live. Maybe it's not frozen at that point. So it's make, makes it safer to hang the lights. I'm like, you might have a small argument for that, but I'm like, no, no, no. December 1st. Let, let Thanksgiving happen. Let the food coma ride its way out. And then move on to the next one. So that it's, it is kind of funny that people get heated on it. Um, that question of the, day, of the day thing. Well, I think so many people, well, you know, humans be humans. You know, we all have opinions. Yep. Um, and we, oh, hey, what's up, cat? Um, the cat may or may not make an appearance on this episode. Um, okay, it's, same it's for a, me. Yeah, see, like, you know, cats, cats be cats. Um, So now, like, let's use that as a, as a nice little segue, you know, Um, holidays are coming up, you know, I think there's a, there's a bunch of different things that pop into people's minds, but I think probably the thing that pops into people's minds the most is things like food, like nutrition. Um, uh, Dr. Lane Norton had a great post this morning on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I saw uh, you shared that. It was great. Yeah. I, and, and he's, is he, cool little pieces of data that are built into it. So um, most people mm-hmm. will fluctuate. I think he said, um, if you're going to put on weight in a year, they'll put on between 0.5 and 2 kilograms 
and almost exclusively mm-hmm. in the six weeks at the end of the year. So from, that's yep. from the middle of November to the end of December. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the cat. Um, and so for, for those of us who speak American, um, that's a little over a pound, upwards of five pounds, between one and five pounds most people will put on in a year and almost exclusively in the six weeks leading up to the end of the year, right? Yep. And it, I bet you if Thanksgiving was in June and New Year's was in March, we would end up with a more normalized distribution across the entire year. Yep. But we don't. <clears throat> we, the, got... the holiday schedule is pretty, pretty packed into like, yeah. uh, that kind of six week window. It really is, you know, and to, you know, like your, like your question about like, when does the holidays begin? Like, you could be celebrating, you know, for eight weeks, you know, yeah. all of November, yeah. all of December. Um, and, and I say that with no judgment whatsoever. But the other thing that was tagged onto that post was ways to mitigate that, you know, 0.5 to 2.5 or 2 kilos that a person might put on during the holiday season that don't require you to pull a Katrin David's daughter and like, bring your tri- tri- trifecta meal like in its little plastic container to your holiday gathering. Um, yep. And that's not a shot at trifecta either. Um, so I, I'd love to kind of open that up and get your thoughts kind of off the top of your head. I mean, for me, having worked in fitness for so long, it's, you know, you see all these different trends that tend to like kind of permeate into the space and mm-hmm. people get, psychotic around the holidays um you know a you lot of different reasons for, for a lot of different <laughs> reasons and we're going to dive into all the different reasons sure um maybe not all of them but certainly the crossfit ones <laughs> yeah yeah um and they get so worried about um like i'll use thanksgiving as an example right mm-hmm. so thanksgiving literally a holiday based around food yeah. And Thanksgiving dinner happens at 2 p.m. for some reason. Um, but it's like everyone gets so freaked out about it. And like I, one of two things kind of happens when people are mm-hmm. freaking out and they're being psychotic about it is either scenario one, you have the catch and Davis R type person who's like, nope, I'm not having any stuffing. I'm not having any mashed potatoes. Thanksgiving is not happening. Yeah. Yeah, your mac and cheese can go fuck itself. I'm having the lean turkey breast that's dry as all hell and some green beans. And I'll have a protein shake when I get home to like, you know, counteract any catabolism or whatever that's going on there. So it's like, that. you know, that's that's the thing. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of like scenario one. Scenario two is when someone like they hit the fuck it button. I'm going to eat seven servings of everything. YOLO. Make, sh- make sure that there are no leftovers at all. <laughs> and then I'm going to go annihilate myself in the gym the following day or whenever they can get to the gym next. Like I'm going to go run 10 miles and then do a hundred thrusters with 185 mm-hmm. pounds and, you know, heavy Karen while I'm at it. And then yep. 300 burpees for time because it's a, I'm a it's piece a hate of poop that ate too, yeah yeah I because I I am a piece of poop that ate too much the previous day yeah. and like those are kind of the two ends of the spectrum that tend to like kind of be the most prevalent I guess in, yeah. in people that that take their fitness seriously and I mm-hmm. think if you know if you are 
in the CrossFit space, I'll kind of just use that as kind of its own. If you're in the CrossFit space, you do like, you know, we care about our fitness and we not only want to be getting fitter and looking better and the whole thing, but you also want your performance to be improving and people can get kind of freaked out about something that might potentially bump that off. It's, you know, off, off the rails or off track. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that there's a happy medium that lives in there that allows you to maybe not lose your mind. But um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that, Sam, in terms of the, I mean, you don't need to use Thanksgiving as an example, but. Well, I think it's as good a place as any to start. And, and first of all, I do like that you kind of started with like, you acknowledged something that is a little bit unique. Like CrossFit is a health and fitness program. CrossFit is not an exercise program. Cross, I mean, and like, so the defining factor there is nutrition. And Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, tells stories about how people, he would, um, he would bring people in as his one-on-one clients, and he had people who were in parallel fitness and nutrition clients. And so, you know, running a similar path, he's espousing the CrossFit methodology, but you come in, the work that you do in the gym is the 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 what we traditionally think of as crossfit which is you know the burpees and the thrusters and whatever and then there's the stuff that you do when you leave whereby we're trying to support from a nutritional standpoint metabolically those things that you do inside of the gym and for good purpose because all of that serves you like make the rest of your life better and that's how you get fitter and healthier and blah 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 um i think that you know what what i see more common is i see very few people who have the wherewithal, the force of will to say no. And they put their foot down and they do, they pull a Katrin David's daughter where they eat the lean turkey. What I see more of is the hate wad. Yep. Where either Definitely before or after, thanks, more. Thanksgiving is a great example. So everybody wants to have Murph happen the morning of Thanksgiving yep. to like excuse or to like like i'm earning, I'm earning it yeah right i'm, I'm earning, earning it. it right no you're fucking not like <laughs> and i say that not because like i don't want to say that nobody's uh i don't want to imply that people aren't working hard when they do something like murph but i also think that like there's a a, a lacking in understanding about things like how many calories you burn in a workout and oh my god like what the percentage of the calories you burn in a workout is relative to the rest of your day. Um, And like, even here's, here's, here's another little wrinkle in it. Even long workouts, you people who are incredibly fit, it takes more work for you to burn more calories. Yep. Sorry, bro. (laughs) If if you're, if you're doing a workout, right. If you do, you know, if you will use your example of Murph, if you do Murph and, and I know this, these times aren't realistic, but like, just so don't shred me for it. But like, if you have someone who's super fit, yep. does Murph in 30 minutes. That is a super fit time for Murph. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, it's like that person is going to, by definition, be burning less calories because you're way more efficient yeah. than someone who takes an hour to do Murph. And right. the math there isn't that, that the person that took an hour is burning double the calories. That, mm-hmm. The math doesn't equate. So now it's like, all right. I'm just going to sandbag Murph and do it in three hours because I'm burning more calories. That right. the math doesn't equate there. Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, if you're pro, if you're doing a certain amount of movement for a protracted amount of time, 
that is above and beyond, say, a resting heart rate, yeah, you're going to get some additional burn, but it's not like, it's it not a one-to-one -one comparison. Yeah, it would have to be significantly longer Yeah, for, for that to happen. It's not like, well, you know, take the person that, because again, like if you take the person that did the Murfin, did Murfin half an hour yeah. or did the half an hour time, and then they're like, well, I'm just going to stretch out to three hours. It's like, they're so fit that they're probably not going to get much from, they're basically just kind of like, like this is going to sound bad, but they're like at rest if they're doing Murph in three hours. So it's, you know, it depends on your relative level of fitness. And, the, well, and to put some metrics to something like that, you, you know, if you're cranking on Murph and you're at 80% or higher of heart rate the entire time you're doing it, right? But then if you stretch your Murph out and now you're sub 50%, you're in like essentially zone two cardio land, like you're not, you're just not going to generate the same amount of uh, energy calorically that we might hope for um, at that pace. Um, right. Yeah. So I see a lot of this, you know, Thanksgiving is a great example. You know, we've got to earn it. My argument would be, no, you don't. And even if you think you will, you won't just because like, it doesn't take a lot, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, come back to like Western nutrition and stuff like that. Let's say you uh, do a 40 minute AMRAP. Yep. You're a big dude. And so this, and when I say like that is you are a physically large human being, mm -hmm. right? Um, you're a good example of the extreme end of one thing, right? And so by that, I mean humans who are physically larger and relatively lean in terms of percentage of muscle mass versus body fat tend to burn more calories, right? Because it takes mm -hmm. greater energy to move that frame through whatever. It doesn't matter if you're at rest or if you're at a workout, right? So mm -hmm. honesty time, how tall are you? 6'1". You're 6'1". Over the mm -hmm. same height? I, thought I always thought you were taller than me. Eh, Might have been yeah. wearing big shoes. That's true. That's possible. Lifters. Um, <clears throat> always rough, lifters. rough percentage body fat. Probably 12. Probably 12. in there. Yeah. Right. You're six one. How much yeah. do you weigh? 205. 205. So you got about 10 or 14 pounds on me, depending on the day, but about the same percentage body fat, right? We're the mm -hmm. same height, which means Kevin has uh, almost more assuredly, more muscle mass on his frame than I do, right? So if we did the exact same loads and the exact same times, the exact same reps for a given workout, Kevin would likely burn, assuming we had similar fitness levels metabolically, more calories than I would because he has more mass to move through that workout, right? Well, how much, have you ever like worn a, worn a health tracker or anything like that while you did a Murph, like a whoop? Yeah. You remember ballpark what you got out of it? I know the strain was super high. I don't remember the, the caloric estimate. Cause I mean, that's for most fitness trackers is what it is. is like an estimate of some sort. There's an algorithm. Sure. Um, anyways, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what, what the, like, cause it'll give you like, you know, your average heart rate, your max mm -hmm. heart rate, and then like your caloric burn for the session. I can't remember off the top of my head what the caloric burn was, but I know that the strain was yeah. like, 1670 like something super high because sure. you're just going for a long time and you know, sure. you're being a dingus and you chuck a weight vest on you're like ah it seems like a good idea yeah right 
So I would I would wager that as fit as you are, even with a weight vest, cranking right along, trying to do your best Murph, right? It's yep. probably between 300 and 700 calories for that yeah. single instance of Murph, right? Yeah, if, I'm, if it was probably somewhere between like 500 and 600 calories for me, somewhere in that range for that workout. Cool, 500 to 600 calories. All right, so now let's turn that to food. How much oh. turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and gravy does it take to equal, call it 550 calories. We'll split the difference. Uh, bro, I'll smash 550 calories worth of mashed potatoes just in one go. That's not a lot of food. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a huge amount. I'm trying no. to think, like, measurement-wise, if you did, like, an estimate, it's probably just around. Because, I mean, if you're talking, like, mashed potatoes and gravy are probably your two, like, most caloric, maybe stuffing would be, like, yeah, the most caloric. Stuffing would be another one. With butter? Oh, yeah. Right? I mean. Who's not going to use butter? Who's not going to um, use wow communists? <laughs> um, but I uh, let's just say like for mashed potatoes, if you have like I don't know, probably like a cup and a half of mm -hmm. mashed potatoes, mm -hmm. like that's five hundred calories. Yeah. So, so thinking now, like you know, and I, I don't say this to like burst anybody's bubble. Like right. you want to do a Thanksgiving Day workout, do a Thanksgiving Day workout. But do a Thanksgiving Day workout because you want to go and commune with your people. Like, yeah. Thanksgiving is a day for giving thanks. In, you know, fucking first world yeah. country land where we live, yes, we can be yeah. thankful for the fact that we are healthy and we live in the country that we live in and we get to do things like CrossFit with like-minded people who are going to encourage us. That's a beautiful reason to go and do a workout, right? Yep. But I don't want anyone to be under any illusions about the fact that they're offsetting like whatever's going to happen later in the day, <clears throat> unless you end up pulling a Catherine Davis daughter. And at that right. point, and this is for me personally, unless you are attempting to do a Catherine level event or like, like at that elite level, whatever it might be, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, because you're missing out on something. Even even if you are trying to compete at that level, I you know, on a holiday, I still wouldn't recommend it. I yeah. I just think that like psychologically, that it's okay to be a human being and have a drink and a piece of pie with your friends, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. You know, I like people get so wrapped around the axle of, oh my gosh, this is gonna derail me, or if mm -hmm. I don't hit my macros, or if I don't get my second training session today or, you know, whatever it is, my strain wasn't X amount. Then, you know, if I, if I eat, this is going to just derail all my progress of everything. It's like one day is not going to ruin. It's also impossible to gain weight in that one day. You know, if, if like, if you're just, so if you're smashing a bunch of food mm -hmm. and it's more food than you typically eat and you wake up in the morning and you weigh yourself and you're heavier, it's not because you gain body fat. It's not because you gain muscle mass. Your body can't synthesize and store that stuff that fast. Yeah. It's water weight. You're just holding on to more water. And especially if you have like a super carbohydrate dense meal, which mm -hmm. Thanksgiving tends to be. Typically. Yep. Typically. Then that's what that's going to be. You're just holding on to excess water. Mm -hmm. Give it a day. Like eat if you eat normally the next day. That will all flush out. And the next day when you weigh yourself, you'll be back where you were. You know, the, yeah. the only weight that you can gain in such a short period of time, I'm say like one day, mm. 
would just be excess water weight. Mm-hmm. Now, when, you know, Lane was talking about people gain somewhere between one to five pounds in that window on average, mm-hmm. that's because you have these wonderful things, this God's gift to people called Thanksgiving leftovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then if you, I know where if you're you going ex- with this. <laughs> yes. And if, if you extend out, you're like, I crush it on Thanksgiving. And then all I had for lunch and dinner was Thanksgiving leftovers and lunch mm-hmm. and dinner the next day, lunch and dinner the next day, mm-hmm. you know, everyone brought a pie and they all left them with me. And now I have seven pies to eat. Mama didn't raise no bitch. So I'm just going to get to work. Yes. You know, it's like, that's where that can turn into. If you have like a, you know, a prolonged period of time, then your body can start storing excess body fat yeah. and stuff like that to where you might see that weight gain. But like in a, in a very short window, mm-hmm. if you're like, all right, I'm going to eat my food have some drinks, enjoy my time with friends and family or whoever you celebrate with. Mm -hmm. And then you're back into your normal routine the following day. You are going to be fine. And honestly, that day of just kind of like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to have fun with my people. is probably going to be way more beneficial to you than any macro plan, any workout, any magic, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be way more beneficial just mentally, emotionally, the whole deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Eat a damn cookie. Well, yeah, eat, eat, a, damn damn, eat a damn cookie. <laughs> One, you know, and to kind of like put, the, put some professional speak. Hey, kitty cat. Put some professional speak on, the, on what Kevin just described. So the reason that we're talking about between one and five pounds in the six weeks coming up to the end of the year is the interval, intervals rather, with which we are consistently eating more calories it's not that you ate gravy and gravy is the devil it's oh hey bird roost off the side of the house it's that it is more calorically dense on accident let's not even say on accident but without trying too hard you can very easily eat Mm -hmm. 250 500 maybe 700 calories more than you would normally with foods like that, because they're so calorically dense. Mashed mm-hmm. potatoes is a great example. What's going on with your fur? Oh, you were digging at it. Um, mashed potatoes is a great example. Uh, stuffing mm-hmm. is a great example, right? Yep. Um, yep. But other times of the year, it can look like rice. Have a little bit too much rice, a little bit too often. Sweet potato is a, a great variation on that, right? So it doesn't have to typically, it doesn't have to be just during the holiday times, but that's why that happens. Um, I also loved his recommendations for kind of mitigating some of those things, right? So let's say that you want to go, you want to enjoy your holiday parties, you want to be with your people, but you want to be mindful, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He had a couple great recommendations, and I'll I'll kind of tack on my own, and then I'd love to hear yours. His example was, um, say, I'm going to go to a holiday party, they've got amazing food, I'm going to limit myself to one plate. Can't go back for leftovers, right? That, yep. doesn't ex- yep. that doesn't include desserts, but that means if you have a dessert, you have one thing, right? So like yep. a piece of pie, and you can't go around for other things. Now, this is one person's recommendation of one way to psychologically mitigate some of that, um, um, mitigate some of that additional calorie intake, right? So you have one plate of food, one plate for dessert. My personal favorite is to make sure I hit like a big thing of protein in one of those meals. 
So I find that, like Thanksgiving was a great example. My wife cooks a killer turkey. I, mm. I, I am so lucky on so many levels with this woman, but Thanksgiving and Christmas time, it really starts to, those reasons start to Or she earns up. her keep. <laughs> uh, she, she earns the keep. She earns all of the keep. <laughs> She's the only person who earns a keep. Not one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, in in all of the days, but it's we get to Thanksgiving and it's just you know the ribbon on the on the package. Um, she does this crazy thing where she actually like puts lemon butter underneath the skin of the turkey and brines the turkey for multiple days. It's amazing. Let's put it this way: we wow. haven't had a dry turkey ever with her. So, what we will do. We'll, we'll cut the turkey, we get everything set, and then I will make sure the first thing that goes onto my plate is 80 grams of protein in turkey, right? So it's about 300 grams of turkey. That's a lot of turkey, right? Yep. Fair amount of, fair amount of protein, fair amount of food. But that is, like, I want to be able to clean my plate, and so that means I have to be judicious with the other things I'm going to eat. I might not get two big helpings of mashed potatoes. I might get one helping of mashed potatoes. And then a little bit of green bean casserole and a little bit of sweet potato. And mm -hmm. by the time I get through all of that, I'm usually full, right? And yep. another thing that I love doing, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I'm the person who I sit down to eat. And this isn't Thanksgiving, this is every meal. And I just arm on the table, fork in hand, and just wow, 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 right? Like that's just how I eat. Yep. It's not very um, endearing, you know, sometimes it's a little weird. And so what I will do is take a bite and then put the fork down and just chew and relax and enjoy the food. And I'll take the next bite and I'll put the fork down. <laughs> so with the fork out of my hand, I cannot continue to shovel, right? Yeah. But it allows me to, one, appreciate the food, right? Which... I mean, I don't have the world's most developed palate, but I can sit back and I can appreciate, for example, the hard work that went into preparing that food. Second, mm -hmm. if I'm not hyperspeed style shoveling food into my face, I find that the hormones, I believe it's ghrelin, that is the hormone yep. that is tied to satiety or being, quote unquote, feeling full, the chances that I get that hormone signal from my brain that says, no, you're okay, you've had enough, right, is higher. And that I will, yeah. like, not only get that signal, but also be able to interpret that signal appropriately. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, if, if, you know, the faster you eat, the essentially the faster you eat, the more you can eat before the fullness hits you. And that's where, mm -hmm. like, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone listening, myself included, Sam, I'm mm -hmm. sure you've been with, you know, you know, the fast eater. I'm also a relatively quick eater is that feeling of like when the fullness hits you it's like you're sickeningly full you're like oh god i have made a mistake i done fucked up i done goofed. It, is, it is too late you can't go back yeah it's too late you can't go back now now you just have you just have to sit with lay food baby um for yes. the next you know however long yeah so yeah if it's eating slower can definitely 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 help with that because it mm. does allow everything to kind of process properly um so that you're not just continuing to eat all over the place but um for me whenever you get where you use the thanksgiving as an example for me 
like, I'm going to want to try everything because anyone that brought anything, anything that was prepared, any, I'm like, I want to try it. So for me, it's just like having reasonable servings of each thing. So uh, like yourself, we'll tend to load up a bit more on Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the rest of it, you know, make sure some vegetables get on my plate in some way, shape or form, you know, whatever the vegetable, some, it could be green beans, could be corn, could be, you know, whatever it is, vegetables make their way on the plate. And so once I have like my protein and my vegetables, and those are like reasonable servings of things, the rest of the plate is just, you know, could be a mac and cheese, could be a mashed potatoes and a stuffing. I got all three mm-hmm. getting wild and crazy, but it's not like I'm having two scoops of each thing. Right. It's like, let me just have one scoop of each thing. Yep. And, and we're going to be good. And by the time I have finished, like you said, that one plate, and then you have one thing for dessert, you're going to be pretty set and pretty satisfied and pretty happy. And, you know, haven't gone so far off the rails that you're beyond saving for the next six weeks. Mm -hmm. So um, that's generally the way I tend to go about it. There's, you know, probably a pretty similar approach to how you, like you said, load up on the protein. You don't have to skip anything. Just keep the servings reasonable. Yeah. You know, don't, don't exceed the size of your plate. Don't have like a mountain of mashed potatoes with some like turkey and broccoli hidden in there. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that sounds amazing, by the that way. Sounds, but, yeah. uh, now I'm thinking about it. A mountain of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's how I would, you know, recommend going about it with, without having to stress too much. Yeah. Don't be the person that, you know, and I'm sure this will like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but if the boot fits. Um, don't, don't be the person to pull out like your food scale. I have to hit X amount of grams of Turkey. And like, I'm, you know, putting my plate on the thing, like weighing out the mashed potato scoops Mm. and like, I can have a little bit, have a scoop of mashed potatoes. You don't need the food scale. It's fine. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You, you are going to be okay. And I, you know, and you're going to live to see another day and and I lose any fitness. Well, and I say that as the guy who like the food scale is in my kitchen, the food scale is out Mm -hmm. full time. Yep. And yep. I weighed out my turkey. I was that guy, right? But that's because for me, the amount of insanity that I was willing to engage in was I want to make sure I hit my protein number, right? Because that's that's important for me. I didn't measure anything else, you know? And I didn't log it. I didn't track. I just wanted to hit that number. Now, I'd like to... I want to say something else, and then we're going to dive a little bit deeper. The other thing I will say is what we're describing here is just, you know, is you know, we talked about Dr. Lane Norton and how he might handle something like this. There's, you know, my own recommendations, what I do during the holiday, what Kev does. You do not have to do anything. You, we're not saying that you have to um, in any way attenuate the amount of food that you're eating during the holidays. We're not trying to put that on anybody. Um, because as we've said, like, if you do that, especially like if you go someplace, like you go to a relative's house and then you partake in a feast and then you come home, you know, unless you're bringing a significant percentage of that feast home with you, then you don't have to sweat like what happens on a single day, right? No. So, you know, enjoy, be with yeah. people. Yeah. I say? mean, these are just kind of like tips of, of, you know, how we can, for, for the people that, you know, again, find their level of insanity they're willing to partake Mm -hmm. in. You know, you can keep track of things that way, but it's like, I've, I've done Thanksgiving dinners where like, I will go back for seconds. Yeah. 
I'm like, I'm like, Aunt Joan made some awesome fucking mac and cheese. I'm gonna have some more. Yeah. So it, that that's fully okay. You, like, Absolutely. You know, we're not telling you to that that you have to stick to one plate or that you have to eat X amount of turkey or that you know you can't have a second scoop of mashed potatoes or you're a horrible person. Yeah. That's not at all. But it's just those were just kind of two counts of how we would again manage the level of insanity you want to kind of partake in you know without it being too much insanity type thing but like if, if you're like nope i'm gonna go and have four plates because four plates at dinner for thanksgiving because tomorrow we're setting a back squat pr baby then <laughs> go get it get it I'm, I'm all for that that's yes so i want to so now let's take this um this concept of like things that we might recommend people do during the holiday season, right? And this could account for any number of holidays. I'm going to go, I'm going to go one further. How about this? I don't want you to show up and do a workout the morning of Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't want you there. And so let's say this, like the gym's open, right? The gym's Uh open and someone got up early and they're running anywhere between run one and three classes. Um, I don't want you to go, right? Not saying this is what I actually feel. I'll make a hypothetical case. Right? Yeah. Why might I not want you to go to the gym on Thanksgiving Day morning or Christmas Eve morning, whatever it ends up being? Talk to me, Kev. Uh, I might need a little more context. Are you talking to me as like, why, why might you as the coach not want me to go? Or why might you just as Sam recommend people not go? Well, so, you know, one of the things that we talked about is like, uh, let's, let's, let's come back. Let's make it from a, from like a me, Sam, I work in an affiliate, you know, I'm the coach, right? Yeah. How, like how much, in the in the super accurate statistical modeling system that is your brain, how much do you think might it piss people off if, for example, coach sends a message out on Tribe or Sugar Wad or whatever is like, all right, gym's closed for Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve. Have a happy holiday, everybody. Peace. <laughs> like, oh, the members would riot outside for. Oh. We're, I know we're going to dive in here. We're setting up the soapbox. <laughs> I can feel it. Um, there, maybe, uh, maybe not. <laughs> it, uh, um, yeah, pe- people would be very, very upset. And I, it's, it's something that I really, in my 10 years of doing this, working for affiliates, every single holiday season, it's, you know, Thanksgiving, we're running a class, two classes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, it's a class, it's an open gym, it's a class and an open gym. It's, you know, whatever it is. I've, I've worked at affiliates where, um, the, the expectation was, and this caused some, like, uh, some, some tension, Mm -hmm. uh, in and amongst the staff because there's, (laughs) there is some, uh, uh, kind of a back and forth there, but the expectation was for the affiliate to be open on Christmas day. Wow. Um, uh, so uh anyways it's i i can't understand it as as me as just a human as me as a full-time crossfit coach and again like i 
we've talked about this. I, I love the methodology. I love coaching. I like it's, it has never made any sense to me as to why number one, gyms are open in and around holidays, especially if that holiday is on like a weekend or something, or like towards the end of a week or whatever it might be, why gyms are open. And secondly, why people go. Yeah. When I see people show up to the gym on Christmas day, yeah. like Christmas morning, 9am, like, what are you doing? I like what, what, honestly, and, and that's not to like, you know, be mean or I think you're a horrible person, but what the fuck are you doing? Mm. I, this is Christmas morning. It's a holiday that 99.9% of people in the United States have off. Mm. You have the, the full day to do whatever you'd like, spend time with your family, spend time with your loved ones, your friends, your, you know, again, whoever you celebrate with, whatever your situation mm. is, you have that day off. And yet your priority is coming into the gym for whether it be a class or an open gym, like that, the fact that that's your priority, that it blows my mind. And I've, I've never understood that. And I've never understood why gym owners, managers, whatever kind of role they're going to be in, yeah. have the gym open on those days. I, I can't for the life of me understand it. Um, and it's even on days, cause like, I, I mean, again, full disclosure, like I've had holidays that I've had to work like, yep, Kev, you're on the schedule for Christmas Eve. Yep. You know? And then, but even if I'm not even, it's like, Hey, Kev, you have the entire Christmas week, weekend string of days completely off. I'm like, well, that's cool. But now my, my other coaches have to work. Yeah. And that's dumb too. You know, even if whether it's me having time off, me working it, it's like, I don't know, it pisses me off the same amount because even if I have the day off, I'm like, well, someone's there working and being kind of like forced to work on a holiday. Yeah. And in in my opinion, that's stupid. And I'll just, I mean, I know that's a bold thing. I've, I've never owned a gym. I currently work for someone that owns a gym. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's I, I can't for the life of me understand it. And I don't understand people's priorities, the gym owners' priorities, and like having that be the situation. I I don't know how you feel about it, but that's my very strong feelings about it. It's stupid um on both regards. Well, so I mean I'll I'll come at this from a coach's standpoint first, right? So, you know, I I'll make the blanket statement that it's Thanksgiving Day, the gym shouldn't be open. Christmas Day, the gym shouldn't be open. Um, I'll make that statement as boldly as I would make the statement that on Memorial Day Monday, you run Murph. On Veterans Day, you should also run a hero workout. Very very popular. It has been Chad last couple of years. Um, I would even go so far as to say that New Year's Day, it should be closed as well maybe even Christmas Eve and, Chris- and New Year's Eve. Um, and I say this, I say this for, for a couple of reasons, but mostly because, you know, I think about like the vision of the world that does CrossFit, that I, w- that I have and that I want to be real, you know, and I, I go back to, um, 
world-class fitness in 100 words, you know? So for those of you who may or may not know, tucked into the level one manual, I believe it's, I'm going to get this wrong, or I think I'm going to get it wrong, and it's going to drive me nuts. But I believe it's the original CrossFit Journal article, What is CrossFit? that has world-class fitness in 100 words. I don't know if it's in foundation or if it's in what is CrossFit. Um, it, it's one of those two. It's one of those know, two. I, I don't know off the top of my head either. It's so. going to drive me nuts until I, until I know it, but I think it's what is CrossFit. Anyway, so that article in the CrossFit Journal or in your Level 1 manual, tucked off to the side, is world-class fitness in 100 words. You've probably seen it written out someplace. It's the thing that begins... Eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Keep intake to just the levels to support exercise, but not body fat. Practice and train major lifts, blah, blah, and it runs through a whole bunch of lifts. Similarly, master the basics of gymnastics, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it goes through metabolic conditioning stuff. And then very end, the last line of 100 Words of Fitness says, regularly learn and play new sports. Right? Yep. The impetus for that and if you go back and you talk to people who were around and trained with and under greg glassman was we do the things inside of the gym so that we can go out and live fuller richer lives right so like you know i come and i do crossfit because it gives me a greater level of fitness so then i can go do x and we've had this discussion before about like yep. whether we're doing crossfit to be fitter or trying to be better at CrossFit. Yep. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. But baked into this regularly learn and play new sports is the idea that the pursuit of fitness is not the most important thing. The other things that we do with our lives are the more important things, right? So like, I'm a better husband and father because I do CrossFit. I'm a better member of my community. I'm a better neighbor to the people inside of my neighborhood because I do CrossFit. And so for me, it is not too great a leap to then say on those days, like Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, maybe even um, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and New Year's, instead of me going in and doing the thing that I always do, that I like to do, I could turn around and during that time of year that for some people is the hardest time of year, I could do something for someone else, you know? And like affiliate owners, if you're out there, like here's a great easy way to write off the fact that you're going to close the gym for Christmas. Hey, everybody, um, we're going to close the gym for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We will not be open. Our coaches are... You know, we're giving them some much needed time off. If you would like to do something, we encourage you to go to one of these five soup kitchens and to donate your time. Mm. Yep. Right? Like, talk about taking the thing, you know, one of the, one of the gifts of every affiliate community is the community, right? Instead of smashing your face by doing 500 fucking burpees, you know, in a one hour time period, like go and step outside of the boundaries, outside of the walls of the affiliate and see who's out there. See who cannot come in. 
and take a little bit of that time that you were going to use for yourself and give it away for free. Like, at a soul level, you will not be poorer for having done that. And so, like, when I think about, like, the, the vision of a world that does CrossFit, I see more people doing things like that than I see spending time in an affiliate on Christmas Day or Thanksgiving Day or something like that. And that does, part and parcel with that, take, it provides the opportunity for your affiliate owners. We have so many affiliate owners who are owners slash operators. These people, yep. they, they open the doors, you know, five to seven days a week at 5 a.m. They're the people who pay the bills and they take care of the insurance and they clean the bathrooms and, you know, they do all the things that they have to do so that you have a space to go and do this thing that you love. And then they hire and train and develop other coaches who can coach some of the classes so that you can go and do the thing that you love. We create a space for them to take a break and for mm -hmm. them to relax. Because when you, I don't know how you feel, but when I coach, it's outbound emotional energy. Yep. Like full tilt. And like the days that I like am exhausted, it's because I'm giving, 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 giving. Yep. You know, and it's, I imagine it's similar in other service professions. And we, we do work mm -hmm. in a service profession. Um, and that's a, that's a gift. I don't say that in any way as a slight. Um, but the thing that enables people to avoid burnout is periodically taking time off. Mm -hmm. And not just having another coach cover classes or picking the new guy to go and open the gym on Christmas Eve or whatever. Not bro. Everybody. Everybody gets a day off. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and I would love, I, I would love to see more communities doing some of these things that I see some communities doing where they take the entire community. Hey, everybody, we're not going to do a workout today. We're going to donate our time. You know, I think yeah. that's a, I think that would be a beautiful thing to see more of. Or I just think that like, it, you know, if we're looking like baby steps just before that is, you know, obviously that would be an amazing scenario where it's like hey we're going to take our community we're going to do to, we're going to do something meaningful for the community um you know outside the four walls of the gym yeah. i think what has to happen before that is people need to not lose their minds if and when the gym is closed because yeah. people will get so upset about it that it's you know and and for for no reason but the thing is is like you also if if you're going to do that if you're going to close your gym hmm? mm -hmm. Well, so I, um, you say for no reason, but I think back to what Pat Barber said, where it's like, we've conditioned people. Like, we have conditioned people to, like, stimulus and response. He was talking about, we condition people to lift heavy and then get sweaty. Lift heavy and then get sweaty. He's talking about strength in a Metcom programming. Yep. And then when you take that away, all of yeah. a sudden, they're experiencing withdrawal symptoms. They're not getting the yeah. same, like, serotonin and dopamine trigger. Yeah, so, uh, you know... Maybe not for no reason, like that, like their reason exactly is that, is that like, I was planning on going to the gym. Now you're telling me the gym is closed. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're, they, you know, they're probably not taking a second to just, to just think about it or, or chill out. Yeah. But we had this scenario, like, I, again, I was working at a gym and this was, again, the expectation was that like for Christmas Eve and Christmas day, the gym would be open for for either like one class in an open gym or i forget what the structure was two classes whatever it was handful of hours the gym would be open in the morning yeah 
And uh, this is a gym that had multiple locations. And uh, myself and another gentleman uh, were in charge of one of the locations. And even though the expectation was this, like we made the decision, we're like, no, we're going to close our location. And if people are that bent that they want to, that they need to go get a workout in, we have two other locations they could use. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to close and the kind of, we were going to ask for forgiveness rather than permission type uh, approach. Yeah. So we kind of like made, made the announcement. We did it. Took, took the class off the schedule. You Turned know, the notifications the off on the phone. Yeah. Uh, you know, put a, put a thing out to members. Hey, this is the deal. We're closing the gym on these days. Yep. You know, we'll see you guys again the following, I forget when Christmas fell, but we'll see you guys again the following Monday. Yep. And I think it was maybe like, because I think, or I think what we do is like Christmas, it might've been like that Christmas Eve was a Saturday yeah. and Christmas was a Sunday. So it's like on Friday, we were like, we're going to cancel the afternoon classes. The last mm-hmm. class of the day will be the noon class. So we have like our normal morning schedule in the noon. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see you guys again Monday. Yep. And we're going to take that so that people can travel to where they need to travel to go see their families. Yep. They can spend their holiday however they like to spend it. We'll see you guys again on Monday. And so we put that out and I had a few members come up to me in the gym. Like we put the announcement out like a a few weeks in advance. It wasn't just like, you know, on Thursday, on Thursday, like pulling the rug out from under people. Friday Um, morning. Yeah. Friday morning. Hey guys, guess what? Uh, No, it was was like, yeah, it was like a few weeks in advance that we had, you know, put this out there Um, and had a few members come up to me like, you know, during class or in the gym. Hey, Kevin, how come we're closing the gym? Like, how come the gym's closed? How come like the other two locations are open? Yeah. And I was like, well, myself and, you know, other coach that shall remain nameless to not throw people under the bus. Absolutely. Um, I was like, uh, myself and this other person here, we decided to close this location to give, you know, like it's been a rough year for our coaches. We've been very understaffed. And so we decided to give our coaching staff some time off. Yeah. And so as soon as I gave that explanation, I was like, Oh, it's a great idea. Awesome. Yep. Like, you know, we'll see on Monday. Like it, it was no issue yep. as long as that was communicated. Yes. Um, and so once that was communicated to people like, Hey, we're closing the gym. Here's why it's because our coaching staff has been working. And again, when people like, again, took that half a second to step back, like, Oh yeah, it has been a pretty rough year. And um, you know, th- there weren't nearly as many coaches as we had had previously. So it's, you know, only like only four people covering like, everything throughout all seven days we were open right 54 like, yeah, classes like you, a week or whatever yeah yeah you know like 60 classes a week between you know two people primarily like two full-time coaches and two yeah. like part-time coaches that you know helped a ton um it's like yeah we're gonna give them time everyone's like when they took a second to stop and think about it, they were like oh yeah you guys have been working real hard like you guys and so like you guys do deserve some time off mm-hmm. type thing and you know afterwards like people like oh yeah you guys do deserve some time off I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, oh, thank so, God. <laughs> oh, th- oh, thanks. Um, so needless to say, like, it, it, at, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it was all fine. Yeah. There was a very stern, I guess, talking to between myself and this other coach and the owner of said company. Mm-hmm. Where he, you know, basically, what the hell, why did you do that? It's like, well, we feel this way. Yep. It's done now. Like, we put it out there. So it's like, it's done now. So yeah. see you Monday. Yeah. Uh, 
So, and it, it was all fine. And the thing is everyone, all of our members were a hundred percent supportive of it. They were good with it. They were a handful of them that made the, and when I say the trek, you know, maybe a 10 minute drive difference to another location, like they weren't very far spread out. So like there were a handful of people that you'd see like pop up in one of the other locations and that that's fine. If they really, really felt they needed to get their workout in for whatever reason, they had that option, but it was, it was fine. And, you know, honestly, again, if we use the scenario of of Thanksgiving, if you make the choice to close your gym on Thanksgiving, there are five bajillion different Turkey trots all around (laughs) every different state where you can either do like a 5k, 10k, 2k, 1k, half a K, whatever it is that you're like, you know, walk, walk, run, sprint, jog, crawl, um, whatever distance that you can go sign up for and partake in your community um, if you really, really feel like you need to get some, some work in, yeah. you know, there, if, if you're really feeling like you're getting shortchanged on your fitness, I'm sure there's like a four by four space on your floor somewhere in your house that, yeah. you know, one thing that's always free is burpees. They're always oh, free. Um, <laughs> you're more than welcome to get after, you know, 12 point cross it open 12.1. Yep. Rest, rest a minute, do it again. Rest a minute, do it again. If you really feel like you're getting shortchanged on your fitness. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, or, you know, we had done it previously at a gym where, you know, if we were going to close the gym, whether it was for like, uh, like a snow day type thing, like the mm-hmm. weather's real bad, coaches can't safely get to the gym. Sure. Um, uh, we would put out, we had like, um, like a graphic we put out with like a at home workout. Yep. So we'd like, we'd take, we'd take the workout of the day, whatever was going to be the workout at the gym. And we would do kind of like a, here's, if you have like some equipment, like yep. dumbbells and a jump rope. Yep. And here's like, if you have no equipment, what yep. you can do for like your workout. And so we would post that on Instagram, Facebook page, email it out to people. Mm-hmm. If there was a snow day, if there was a holiday, we were closed. So like for those, like Chris and even we were like, we put out like, here's a version of this and this, you can do at your house. Mm-hmm. You can always go for a run. You can always, always do burpees. Yes. Um, so like, you know, not just like, Hey, we're going to check out from life. But I think that's a, a way that you can kind of bridge the gap is if people feel like they need to work out. Even if you're like, Hey, we're going to close the gym yeah. on this day or for these couple days, if, you know, mm-hmm. depending on the holiday, you know, have some at home options or variations prepared for your people. And if you put that out there, like, Hey, we're going to close the gym, but here's some at home stuff you can do those people are still going to feel like they're getting value from you and you're not just like kind of telling them to go fuck themselves. Um, so that can kind of bridge that gap for those coaches, affiliate owners, business owners that are kind of maybe afraid of pissing people off by closing the gym. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen it work as people really appreciate They're like, Hey, we're going to be closed on this day. Like we're closed on Thanksgiving, but here's a Thanksgiving day workout that you can hit at home with your family, if you want, you know, use, use your four-year-old as a weight for thruster, whatever it is, uh, you know, (laughs) four-year-old's a lot of weight. I don't know about that. (laughs) You could be a lot of, well, you know, it could be, that's your strength portion, Sam. Yeah. Then, then you, then use your one-year-old for Fran. There you go. Uh, I, I, and I, I love that as, you know, first of all, yeah. Like if you own an affiliate or you're the head coach in an affiliate, like listen to what Kevin is saying. And, if you are the person who is, what's up, Kat? If you are the person who is feeling like pressure to keep keep the doors open, like I would really encourage you to 
dig in a little bit, like introspectively, and determine where is that pressure coming from. Um, I know a lot of times, like, because you know, to take it back to your story, hey, this member comes up, hey, why are we closed? You communicate. Mm -hmm. uh, our coaches have been working really hard. We want to give them the day off. We think they've deserved it, right? Mm -hmm. Member, immediately. That sounds awesome. Great. Yeah. Have a great weekend, right? Yeah. I, easy. Uh, huh. Sounds easy. So it's, it's not easy. Simple. Simple, yes. Yeah, and, simple. And easy so long as the, you don't have anything inside of you that is saying, oh, I don't deserve that. Yep. And that's really you, where the hard part is. To, you have to say it with confidence. You have to know in your heart that like, this is the right choice. We're going to do this. Right. And then when someone confronts you on it, mm. you need to be able to look them dead in the eye and be like, yep, this is why we're doing it. And this is why it's the right move. And if you can do that, there's generally not a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of learned that, I guess, or kind of like the first, I was listening to uh, Chris Spieler used to have a podcast, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, and they were talking about uh, membership prices. Yeah. And how CrossFit kind of falls into this space where like it's not quite personal training and not quite like maybe the amount of money per month if you were doing the same number of personal training sessions. Like it's cheaper than that, but it's not as cheap as like a Planet Fitness where it's like, hey, 10 bucks and you can go be silent in the corner with a pair of 10 pound dumbbells. Um, so it's somewhere in the middle there. And, you know, he was basically talking about how you can like you have to know that like this is the product we offer this is what that product is worth. Yeah. And, and when I tell you that price, I know we're worth every bit of that. Yeah. So like if someone comes up to me and be like, Hey, you know, what's the, what's the monthly rate at your gym? We charge $215 a month and you can like look them dead in the eye. We charge $215 a month. And I know that we're worth every bit of that. Yeah. Um, it's like that you have to have that kind of confidence with your decision-making as, as an affiliate owner, as a, I mean, really any business owner, really, but um, just specific to CrossFit, um, you have to have that confidence in your product, in your people, in the experience that you're going to give them. Be like, yep, nope, that's the price we can charge or, yep, we're going to close the gym this day and here's the reason. And if, if, if there's any pushback, yeah. you have to be able to like, you know, kind of, I don't want to say stand your ground, but stand your ground type deal. Um, well, I, uh, first of all, I agree. And I think that, you know, that highlights a related, a separate but related issue that is most CrossFit gyms don't charge enough. Um, what? That's probably, that's I got, probably I got true. nothing for you. Um, well, I shouldn't say that's probably true. That's true. That is true. And I, I, true. I know it's true because um, I know the value of CrossFit and I know the value that it plays in people's lives. And when people work backwards from value and they compare yeah. it to what they pay, there's usually a big discrepancy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's for, and this could maybe be a, like a topic for another podcast we can talk right. about, but, um, you know, not only just like the, the value that CrossFit brings to people's lives from multiple angles, yes. but also just at, at this specific point in time where we've gotten to in terms yeah. of like coaching development overall mm -hmm. is way different. Going to a CrossFit gym in 2009, oh, God. Uh, like terrifying yeah um you know good to fair chance that there's someone like trying to do thrusters on a bosu ball just because they're like that ah, seems fun and it's functional whatever right um so and and <clears throat> and there wasn't much for not there wasn't much but it, like it wasn't such a 
it wasn't as common for a CrossFit trainer to pursue more development. And there weren't nearly as many avenues, you know, it's basically like you get your level one. Now what? Yeah. Well, if you really want, you can get your level two. Um, but the level two or the coaches prep course as it was back in the day was uh, pretty gnarly. Um, it's original iteration like, had a 70% attrition rate. Yup. Yup. Um, and so it's like, so you can go down that route, which is, yeah. you know, intimidating to say the least mm -hmm. or like that was kind of just like or you just yeah. you know maybe maybe you're at a gym where you have some seminar staff folk that work or you're you know in striking distance of some you can get some better development and um there wasn't really a clear path where it's like now you have all these specialty seminars we have all this access to subject matter experts we have you know, CrossFit level one, two, three. And then, and then now I just got the email today, the CrossFit level four registration is open. So there's, yeah. there's that option as well. Yeah. You've got the coaches development program. You've got, you know, all these different avenues of, um, and I, like I, I could list off a few, but like, I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's so many yeah. different avenues of yeah. furthering your development as, as a fitness professional, as a CrossFit trainer, that it's just raised the bar. Yeah. exponentially so yes you know well, even and, in the, like the past five years well and that should be the case the bar should be continually raised and, and oh, you're right this yeah. is a whole other subject um i'll put a button on it and i'll come back to what i was talking about like yeah there are more avenues for development technically psychosocially for people as coaches to increase the value that's only one avenue in which value can be increased in terms of service offered yeah. to clients people inside of the gym but like coming back to this thing where it's like you deserve it, like coaches deserve a day off. They need that time to reset and recalibrate. And when members hear that, they're very willing to say, yes, that makes sense. I bet you those same members would be very reticent to then look at themselves and say, yes, I deserve time off as well. Mm -hmm. It's not going to hurt me to take two days off from the gym. And it's, nope. <clears throat> it was a, a very, very, very popular book, 12 Rules for Life. One of the rules is treat yourself as if you were responsible for someone else, essentially. Like, you know, it's, we are, it's the analogy that is made in the book is that we are very willing to look at a sick person and say, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the doctor right now. Like you sound, you look horrible, like you're hacking up a lung. Why are you not at the doctor's office right now? Mm -hmm. Were we to experience those same things almost across the board, people would be like, no, it's fine. I'll figure it I'm out. Good, yeah. Right? Yep. And it's so like the, it's, it's this universal thing where we are willing to subject ourselves <clears throat> to suffering. And I'm not talking like in the CrossFit sense of the word, where like, yeah, I'm gonna go do 500 burpees. Like there is this near universal um, sentiment that the attention that we pay to ourselves is not as important or that we are not mm -hmm. worth, we self-evaluate that we are not worth the, the same amount of attention or love or um, um, grace as we might freely offer to someone else to which i yep. say horseshit like <laughs> it is horseshit like and like yeah. you can't you can't like you have to people i, I 
it's, I'll say it to anybody, love yourself, man. Like you gotta, you gotta create a little bit of space for you to relax and reset so that you can do with a whole heart in the best version of you or of you, the thing that you know you need to do in whatever your job is or whatever your you know vocation or at your, in your family, whatever, like you need to love yourself. You need to create the space for that to happen so that you can be the best version of yourself. And sometimes that includes things like, you know, relax and tell yourself it's okay to not go to the gym on Thanksgiving day. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be with your family. It's okay to, you know, go donate time. It's okay to not do anything and just sit and binge watch, I don't know, Tiger King again, you know, with <laughs> something anybody can identify with. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like, and, and, you know, maybe it's because it's this, season of the year um but for me that seems to be it's a it's a thing that's near universal and it doesn't matter if you're on the coach side or if you're on the member side like there are bigger more important things that we as members in this community and i'll, I'll single out crossfitters because that's primarily who we're speaking to there mm -hmm. are more important things that we can do on those days there are yep. bigger, more important things that we can do. And I, and, I, and I agree with your statement, hey, if you're not willing to go full send and just shut the gym and recommend community service, the other side of it is send it. Go full send. Shut the gym. Like mm -hmm. anybody who argues with being like the recommendation of doing community service, like it, there's an opportunity to assess whether or not you want that member in your community. You know? Mm -hmm. And all of this comes back to like, why did you open your affiliate? What is important to you? You know, clearly outlining like your mission statement and your core values and things like that. Because if you haven't done those things, it's very hard to draw a line in the sand and to stand by it, you know, but for those people who have and who've dug in on it and they say, you know, we want to build a loving community. Well, that community extends beyond those four walls, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I think there's, there's so much that can be done and there's so much that we can do to create more space, to be gentler with ourselves and to love ourselves both as coaches and as members, but generally mm -hmm. as people inside of this community. Um, and being okay with the fact that you might have two helpings of sweet potatoes at a meal it's just yeah. one iteration of that. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a great. I think that's a great spot to kind of wrap up. Yeah. Well, I, good final point. Well, you know, I try. I try to keep up with you. <laughs> um, we're at the hour six mark. Any final burning desires, Mr. McCarthy? <sighs> no, not really. I just, you know, eat the damn cookie. Yeah. Close the damn gym. Eat the damn cookie. Close the gym. Yeah. Beautiful sentence. That's it. Uh, you know, yeah. I just don't take it too seriously because it, it's mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. If yeah. if the gym is closed for a day, we're all going to be fine. If you miss working out for a day, it's going to be fine. I went yes. over the course of Thanksgiving this year. I didn't work out for ten days. Like, it's just I was I was traveling. That's another thing to kind of give people is like travel. It's like yeah. I was traveling. Went down to Georgia. You don't know where a gym is or there isn't a gym near you. But I wasn't concerned about it. It's like, I'm right. down here. I don't get much time to spend with this side of my family that lives down in Georgia. So I'm going to spend that time with them. I'm not going to be yes. concerned about it. So 
it was just the way it lined up with like travel days and whatnot. Like I just, like I hadn't, by the time I worked out then the following week on Monday, like it had been, I hadn't worked out at all the previous week. And it was like the pre the prior week on like Friday was the last time I'd worked out just because the way schedules worked out, couldn't get to the gym on the weekend, you know, coached Monday, had to get right home to get right on a plane. Yep. And then the rest is history. It's like, it's, and guess what? I'm, I'm not any less fit for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be okay. I think it's a great, a great button to end things on. Um, enjoy this holiday time. It's rare that we kind of like as a, as a whole people take the chance and, and do stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with it. And if you're looking for ideas, if you're, if you're a coach or affiliate owner, you're a member in a gym, you're looking for ideas or recommendations on things to do outside of the affiliate, please, for the love of God, reach out. I'd love to help, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, if you, and if you're one of those people who um, was like, what do you mean core values or mission statement? Really, please reach out. Like, we would love to help you figure that out. And, you know, it'll do, you, you won't be worse off for having figured those things out. Nope. So, uh, Kev, please go forth and enjoy the cats and the Christmas tree lights. Oh, and, will uh, do. And we will reconvene next week, most likely. That's the plan, at least. We'll figure it out. Yep. That's um, the plan. At, at some point. We'll at, at some point. We don't tell anybody when we're going to do these things, so we'll just drop the next episode when it drops. All right, yep. my friend. We'll catch you later. We'll see you.